Bible commands us to cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression. This is the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston. I appreciate you listening in to the radio broadcast. This is evangelist Ted Houston and I'm certainly grateful for all that listen to the radio broadcasts, and I want to just make this statement. I am the worst Christian I know. I say that all over the country, and I really mean it, because I'm the only person I truly know is me. I don't know you, and I don't consider myself to be a great Christian. I don't consider myself to be a great preacher, but I do have a burden in my heart to try to uh, preach the truth and try to help people to grow in the grace and knowledge, see people that are lost get saved and see Christians to be challenged and to move forward in their Christian life. And God loves us, and I thank God for that. But God is longing for his people to really be what they ought to be. And I fall so far short, and that's why I preach to myself when I preach these messages. We're finishing up Jeremiah eight twelve, where, where God asked the question, were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? And he answers, nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. And we looked at that subject, and we asked ourselves, are we ashamed when we sin? Are we able to blush? And we talked about so many reasons of why it is that people today are maybe not ashamed. Of course, lost people in our country seems to be unashamed at all of any wickedness they do. They get drunk. They, now we've got people running the streets, uh, looting and burning, and we got killing people and selling drugs and rape and incest and pornography, and, and the televisions are full of uh, profanity and immorality, and uh, the world, it, it's, what's the big deal? That's fun. That's cool. That's what life's all about, but it shouldn't be that way with a Christian. And we said that's because we're not uh, separated anymore. We're not ashamed because we're not holy anymore. We're not ashamed because we've set no difference between holy and unholy. We're not ashamed because we're not innocent anymore. We're not supposed to talk of those things done in secret. We're supposed to be wise concerning good and simple concerning evil. You know, uh, we're, we're not ashamed because... We make light of and laugh about sin now. We're not ashamed because we've ceased to hate sin. We're not ashamed because we've become very much in love with sin, and our flesh loves it. And the truth of the matter is, if you don't put your flesh to death and you don't walk in the Spirit, you're going to love those things that appeal to your flesh, that make you laugh about wickedness and make you, your passions stirred up. And then we talked about how that what is really happening and what has happened is that our consciences have been seared. And when your conscience is seared and it can no longer be pricked, then we're in real trouble. We mentioned the fact that if we have not been truly sorry, then you have not really repented. Repentance seems to be a dirty word today, but it's in the Bible over and over again, Old and New Testament. Second Corinthians 7, 8 through 11 for though I made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that she sorrowed to repentance, for you were made sorry after a godly manner. Do you know that godly sorrow, the sorrow that comes when the preacher preaches and the Holy Spirit pricks us, that sorrow is necessary. We need to be sorry for sin. 
He's going on to say that you might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this selfsame thing that she sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it brought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea, what fear, yea, what vehement desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge, in all things ye have proved yourself to be clear in this matter. You know, he's talking to the church here, and it says that godly sorrow worketh repentance, not to be repented of, and it worketh salvation. They didn't need to be saved. They were saved. He's simply saying it's saving you from the consequences and the mess that you've made. In this particular situation, there was a man living in the church, in their church that had taken his father's wife and was living out of wedlock. He, and his, the father didn't divorce her. Obviously, it wasn't his mother. It was his stepmother. And somehow he wooed her into a relationship, and he was living that way in the church. And the church, Paul said, was puffed up about it, did nothing about it. And he sent him a scathing letter of how they should deal with it, and it made them sorry, and they had to get it right. We'll talk again tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston, produced by Bible Tracks Incorporated of Bloomington, Illinois. Visit BibleTracksInc.org for more information.